This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care Nope I don't care in my way For another place And I got Three good tires And a spare Right to the hook Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to keep there Low budget The most low budget Live not so live from the low budget live bar and grill. That is a song called Biloxi Blues. We still get questions about it every week. It's a song written by me, sang by me, and recorded by me right there on iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. Thank you for asking about that. Thank y'all for listening to good old Biloxi Blues. It's an old song. We also have some new songs out there on iTunes. Myself and my man Shannon Wheeler called the COVID Sessions. Go check it out. Go check it out. This is the podcast for Monday, July 19th, and welcome, you bunch of low-lifers. That's right. What? What? What'd you just call me? If you're someone that's easily offended and you thought that I just insulted you, that's what the listeners of this fine program refer to themselves as, the low-lifers. So welcome to the low-life. I've been living it for a long time, probably be living it until they uh, put me in the dirt, if I'm guessing. Good to be back in the bar and grill. Been just a little short distance down the road over at uh, the MPFL at Pickwick Landing State Park. We did the dang thing. Super grateful 
for a fun week over there with Dudley and Fat Cat and all the MPFL crew. Got to have my boys come over and, and uh, you know, never underestimate how important family is. You know, um, sometimes we, we all get busy and, and uh, so many of y'all, you, you, you travel for work, you you out there doing your thing and you think they understand what you, what you do, right? And then you... If you ever get to have them with you, even if you don't travel for work, you're normal, you're normal nine to five, you're out there busting it. When your kids, when you get to see them appreciate what it is that you do, it's a cool moment. And uh, I got to have the boys, you know, come over. And unfortunately, um, my, my stepkids could not come. And the Duncan boys got to show up, though, and they got to see, uh, you know, what the MPFL Live was all about. And it was, it was cool. It was very cool. So, uh, awesome week over there at Pickwick. My dad came over, Marty D, and I uh, got to spend some time with them. Over there in between running and gunning and bebopping and flip-flopping, as Fat Cat Newton would say, and doing the daggum live coverage. But great event over there, man. Killer crowd at the final weigh-in. And uh, despite every effort of – just the odds against us. We got the live stream out. <laughs> we had uh, we had some we had some funny issues this time, man. Uh, not not related to us. Just the Wi-Fi went out like Middle Tennessee wide on Thursday, <laughs> and we have to have that to be able to see our monitors and hear audio and all that because the guys film out on the water, it goes to a studio in Wisconsin, then comes back to us before it goes to the world kind of thing. And we lost Wi-Fi. We had nothing. We were blind for quite a while on Thursday, just uh, or Friday, excuse me. And, and then Saturday, and I'm going to post a video about this tomorrow, we are in there, Dudley and I doing our thing, running our mouth, and all of a sudden, Warning, warning, please evacuate the building. Weep, weep, weep. Sounded like a like like we were getting bombed. That's what it sounded like. We're on live. Zach Visser, shout out Visser, our producer up there in Wisconsin. He's like, uh, what is going on? What is going what, what what is that? So we had to mute, we had to throw the commercial. We had to leave the building. Turns out a kid pulled the fire alarm. But it was pandemonium at Pickwick Landing State Park. We come back in. We're in the seats for like an hour. All of a sudden, you start hearing, like, I can't hear that great with my headset on, you know? And I was like, man, that seems to be getting louder. So I kind of pull this ear up like this. And in the background, it's Live band in the next room. Live band rehearsing for a family reunion. <laughs> While we're on live, <laughs> we had to cut the sound again. Go, go, have a you know, uh, throw down with them. Uh, so shout out to the Johnson family, fifty third reunion. We're sorry we uh, we ruined your 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 party <laughs> for your rehearsal. I hope it worked out. I'm not sure. Uh, it was uh, it was it was something. It was something. But we made it through, man. We had a good time on live. Had some uh, had had some awesome awesome stories on there. My buddy Michael Brewer jumped up into tenth place. Uh, local local Michael Brewer had a rough first day and was able to make a top ten. My buddy Chad Aaron from home that the fishes MPFL got him a check there. And uh, these are guys that I grew up fishing with, so I got to commentate both of those guys in this event at home 
with my kid. It was just, uh, it was, it was a really cool week. So super grateful, super, super grateful. All right, grateful for these sponsors. Going to drop these in here, and we're going to get after it. Startron, kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, in your side by side, in your outboard engine. Most importantly, nothing ruins a great day on the water like an outboard engine that won't run. A little dab will do you. This bottle right here will treat 256 gallons of gas and ethanol will sneak up in you. Every daggum gas pump out there says, contain warning, contains 10% ethanol, gums up the works. It will do some real damage. You get you a bottle of this, you're like, oh, what's up? You got ethanol in that tank? Mm, don't matter now. Don't matter now. Boom. Startron kicking it in the teeth. Startron, the folks at Starbright bringing you low budget live for going on four years now, and they are much appreciated. The folks at Sims Fishing Products wanting me to remind all of you low lifers you get one life. Fish it well. Whether it's the Solar Flex hoodie, the rain suits. I mean, it, we needed those at the weigh-ins over at the MPFL, that Pro Dry. I, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. All the Sims gear this year has been just uh, perfection, and I've, I've worn Sims for years. I, and if you notice on that uh, on that MPFL drip, those little button-ups, I, I look I, – oh, you fancy, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm fancying them Sims, them old button, them double holes, double hauls. I'm looking – they got me looking right this year, folks, at Sims. One life. Folks, you get one. Fish it well. Pro Guide Batteries with a big announcement. You are hearing this on July 19th. On the 20th, a huge announcement coming. You're going to want to tune into all their social media platforms to check that out. It's going to be good. I promise you. I've already got my hands on something that they're going to be uh, announcing. You can use code LBL10 when the announcement goes down to get your hands on something fresh and get it in your boat. Pro Guide Batteries. And hang the banner. Look right here. Just take a look at. Let me let me scoot back like this. Express Boats, the official boat of Low Budget Live in the Traveling Circus, the X Twenty One Pro with the Sea Deck with the Yamaha Two Fifty Show. Great gas mileage, great speed, great rough water ride, great tackle storage. Everything you could want. Ninety six inch beam, but it's an aluminum boat. Yep, it ain't your granddaddy's aluminum boat. Trust me on that. Goes shallow as you want it to go. Draft super shallow, but also get out there in the big water, mix it up offshore. Awesome, awesome product. Proud, proud, proud to be a part of LBL and the Traveling Circus, and I am proud they are as well. They're a great family out there in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and they've been building excitement since 1966. Express boats. All right. Here we go. Let's get into some meat and taters here. First of all, got to say, got to say, congratulations to my man, the amazing fighter man, Seth Fighter. What just the overall his story is incredible to me. Anyways, I've had him on a couple times, and uh, and I know I know Seth fairly well, and he's just you know just a few years removed from almost being gone from Bassfit. Like he he truly was going to have to bail out of professional bass fishing. Like, it wasn't going well for him. And a Mississippi River Elite Series he did well in, kind of got him, you know, back in the thing. And then he and then he won the Mille Lacs AOI event. And then since then, it's just really 
it's really working out for him, man. And when the big split happened three years ago, he stood his ground and he didn't go. And he's really been one of the more vocal Bassmaster guys. It's like, this is where it's at. Bassmaster for life. And he was rewarded handsomely with one of the best seasons I think we'll ever see. Um, just could not get away from him. Like the, the the other guys, there was no way to catch up with him once he got on top. There was because he was always around the top ten. Had another great event up at the St. Lawrence River this week, but closed it out. And uh, just want to say huge congrats to him, man. The llama, the dirty stash. He's just real as rain, man. And I, I think that that is uh, that is a needed thing in this world is folks that are the same all the time. And and fighter is certainly that. And uh, I want to say congratulations to Seth. I want to say congratulations to Josh Straysner, Alabama pro, winning rookie of the year. Beat my beat my old buddy Brian New. Beat some heavy competition over there this year. And uh, Straysner is, <laughs> I mean, no stranger to success. Uh, whether it's Alabama Bass Trails, the Coasts, BFLs, uh, Toyotas, Bassmaster Opens. I mean, and it regionally, dude's been on fire. Not a shocker at all. Gets it done, and uh, congratulations! That's awesome. It was uh, it was an interesting rookie of the year race. You had Matt Robertson mixing it up out there. Uh, Brian knew they got a great class of rookies this year. One of the toughest ones maybe ever, and uh, it was it was certainly awesome to see. And then last but not least, coming out of this elite series, Takumi Ito. I don't think truly that we have had. Anything this entertaining in bass fishing of all time. This guy is infectious, and I got to watch a little bit of live today. My boy Justin Atkins was fighting for the win, ended up coming in second. I got to watch some on Fox this morning, and then I got to watch a little bit this afternoon, some clips. And, uh, I mean, anybody that says, get in my boat, it's smallmouth Disneyland, I am here for that. I uh, that is That's what I'm here for. So, Takumi, just, uh, man, I, I, it it – Never ceases to amaze me when it's 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 like the uh, the Italian guy Jacoby that won the uh, FLW there at the Potomac River coming from another or or Jacobson coming from Australia his story is incredible. Uh, it, it never ceases to amaze me to, that language barrier that Taku has had. He's so infectious. And he is so obsessed with bass fishing, which is what I say on here all the time. He's obsessed with fishing. You can tell. You have to be obsessed to compete at that level. And he is certainly obsessed with bass fishing. He loves it. There's just childlike joy that comes out of him. And and when we get caught up in this, this trail's better than this trail, and so and so did this, and this guy said this. The pure, the reason we are here is because we love to catch fish. Right, you take all this away tomorrow. I say it all the time. I'm going bass fishing. I'm going bass fishing. I'm gonna go hang out with my family. I'm gonna go bass fishing. If all this went away tomorrow, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'm gonna go bass fishing. So in the purest state. So it's so awesome to see a guy achieve his dream, come from a foreign country, did well at St. Lawrence last year, did it again, did well at Champlain. He called it Sabine this year. Just always, just kills it on life. I think that that's what's, what gets me now that I, I get a chance to do live coverage is I have such a, a respect for the guys that catch them on the water and are great on camera because it makes your job easier and it, and it 
adds such an entertainment value on top of the fishing to the fans out there, guys that break down their techniques and things as they're as they're going through them. It's so awesome, man. Uh, and Taku certainly does that very well. And I uh, just want to say a huge congrats to him. Ninety pounds of smallmouth. I'm jealous, certainly, uh, to say the least. The uh, Cox Watch, Cox Watch. Of course, John Double Zero this event. Shame on you, John. Get your life together. But uh, dude, his Instagram post this week for nothing but amazing. He uh, was at Disney one day with his kids. He was at the beach the next day. So handled it with class. I felt like, and uh, now we can all move on to whatever's next. And damn near made the classic. <laughs> damn near made the classic with with that tournament being the drop tournament. But uh, I mean, just just damn near made it. Came close, man. He came really close. So uh, congrats on a great year, John, even though you only got to fish uh, seven of the eight events. Uh, classics being knotted up from guys. You're seeing the guys post, I got in. I think Zaldane was the last guy in, like 40th place, double qualifications and, and different things. He's going uh, to slip in there. Scott Martin on the outside looking in, from what I could tell. Several other guys. But I know Scott, you know, his big storyline has been chasing his dad's, you know, redemption and all that. So Scott in his, in his first year over there didn't, didn't make it. He is uh, certainly uh, – that's a new feeling for him because – he makes championships. Like Scott is super consistent. And something that Dudley mentioned, because Scott struggled at the St. Lawrence, and I really didn't expect that. And Dudley was talking about being at the St. Lawrence River. And as FLW guys, FLW never went to the St. Lawrence River. They are now, but for years they didn't. That's always been a bass venue. And Dudley talked about in BPT how hard he struggled and all the bass guys like knew where all the stuff. He said, man, it was, and of course Dudley ended up catching them, but he said it, those guys had an advantage because they'd been there so many times. And I wonder if Scott kind of got bit by that because he'd never been there. Uh, as, or as many times sure he's been there, but as many times as, as a lot of the bass guys. And because he had an uncharacteristic finish for him there. And I uh, thought that was interesting. I wanted to throw that out there just because Dudley, we were having lunch and he said that he goes, man, man, that St. Lawrence is hard, and the Bass guys have been there so many times they kind of had it figured out. So, um, just super, super cool to hear that from a legend like the Double D, David Dudley. All right, texting our guest here. So we had a week. We had a week over at Pickwick Lake. We were able to. Uh, Get in a little fishing derby. Four of these things. I I looked at we had Brad Fuller on last week, of course, from PFL, and I looked at Brad this afternoon. We were bro hugging it up before I was getting ready to 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 head back home, and and I said, dude, we nobody ever thought we'd pull off the first one, and we are now four events in. We're now four events into our six event season. Angler of the year is getting interesting. David Gaston is on top of that. I hope you guys are getting to watch. I know y'all are fans of the sport. I know you watch bass. I know you watch BPT. We have an Angler of the Year race going on at the National Professional Fishing League that is that is truly crazy. Like, it's the polar opposite of fighter uh, just kind of being a one-man show. There were great guys that had great seasons, but we, we have five guys that are just all jockeying for position, all four tournaments. John Hookup Sokup, shout out Hookup Sokup, uh, winner of two of the three events, right? Coming into this, he finishes a – you know, a dismal 30th. <laughs> he was super, he was super upset about it. 
I'm like, hey, bro, you got paid. Uh, but him, Keith Carson, and Nick Pravonizak, our Angler of the Year leader going into this event, all kind of fell into the 30s. They all got checks. But David Gaston finishes second. He was fourth, so he's going to be AOI leader coming out of there. Brandon Perkins was fifth. Brandon won the event. Huge shakeup going into Lake Winnebago in a month up in uh, up in Wisconsin. We're going to be doing the thing up there. But today's guest is a guy I've been knowing for a minute. He's a Tennessee boy, and he defended the home turf at Pickwick Lake. And I cannot think of anybody I would rather talk to this week about just what they got going on than this guy right here. I, I, I snatched him up yesterday afternoon, and I said, dude, you got to talk to me about this because – Home lake curses are they're they're real. They're real. They happen all the time. And this dude, I mean, made it happen. We're gonna call him right now. See if we can get him on a hook right here. Ladies and gentlemen, up, Brandon Perkins. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? NPFL champion Brandon Perkins. That sounds pretty good to me. I was about to say, that's got a nice little ring to it. <laughs> I know yesterday when I left you, you were in the middle of a mob of people, truly. It was one of the craziest weigh-in experiences we've had all year, and it speaks to the testament of how many people were pulling for you, dude. Like My dad said uh, he compared it to, have you ever seen the movie Legend of Bagger Vance, golf movie? It's an older movie. Uh, it, no, it, it, I've well, heard of it. Yeah, well, there's this, there's, you know, the, the big showdown golf tournaments going on right and the and the and the local hero is going up against like this you know the the tour pro or whatever it's a pro-am kind of thing and and as as they get to that 18th hole all these people are just pouring in to watch it go down on the 18th and dad said he he actually had to leave to come back as the weigh-in was before the top 10 you guys ever rolled and he said i could barely get out of there there were people just flooding in there and i said man those perkins fans showed up son Dang right! I was that was the coolest thing, man. That to me, I mean, honestly, that's that almost got me. I had to put that's why I put my sunglasses on when I walked on stage. I wasn't coming on stage with them on, and then I was like, "Yeah, I don't want anybody to see me tear up." <laughs> hey, it's okay to let it go, son. In that moment, you've been at this for quite a while, dude. You fished Coastas, Toyotas, Bass Master Opens, BFLs. You've had success all over, but dude, you decided like over a hundred other anglers to take a chance to join up with the MPFL this year. And dude, you got one of those big old trophies and you got one of the big checks. I mean, what, what is, what does that mean to you in an inaugural season? Man, it means a ton. It's, it's something that, you know, and I've kind of, I've kind of went through this with a lot, with several multiple interviews, I guess, but I have, I've wanted to do this, and I think we've even had this conversation before, but I've wanted to do this for a while. Yes. Um, not necessarily fish for a living, but to test my skills on a national type tour. And there's several different options you can go with these days. No um, doubt. There's been a time or two where I've had the opportunity to potentially fish the tour through the Coastas, mm-hmm. through the Toyotas, and it just wasn't right for my schedule um, as far as taking off work the time off and making it happen and you know as far as even even travel that's something i strongly consider is like travel partner who you're going to stay with who you're going to room with for me i don't need i don't necessarily some guys want to travel with you know a group of hammers that and they kind of help each other and work together i need to travel with somebody that is has a positive spin on 
basically everything. And dude, I travel with Jordan Nettles is that man. He's, he's, he is a positive cat and uh, you know, that's, that's been awesome for me, but just this win on my home lake, like told my wife and kids, we set up last night and and talked about some stuff because it's kind of all, I don't want to say it's a blur. It is a blur, but it is. I can say it it was a blur. When they announced you champ, it was an absolute blur. It was a tornado even. (laughs) That's right. But, just to win at home. I mean, I said, you know, at Wright Patman, I thought that I could win that one. I, after practice, I thought I'm I have a chance, a legit chance to win Wright Patman. They dropped the water down, hurt me a little bit. I think I caught twenty pounds on day one, maybe even a little more, twenty and a half, twenty one almost. And then kind of weights went down each day a little bit. And I still had a strong finish, but not even in contention. But to and I really felt no nerves there, man. We talked about it this week. These my ner- the head game at home is, is insane. I understand the home lake curse and I get it now, uh, and I I truly had an advantage over people. But at the same time, the mental aspect of it is the, the is a much bigger disadvantage than the advantage I had by knowing a lot of the stuff because these guys found most everything. Doing the live coverage, that is one thing I'll say. They were they were on every little place that locals know you know it's a lot of community stuff but it's granted if you're dropped out of a bucket here from nevada you don't you don't necessarily know oh i need to go over here to such and such and there were on day one it surprised me i was getting reports from the lake they were on a lot of stuff man mm-hmm. uh, did you have to adjust your game plan on day one i mean i know you knew okay i'm gonna run this 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 and this based off of practice but did you have to adjust any on day one based on the mpfl competitors I didn't. Uh, it, my style, typically, and man, it's burned me on multiple occasions in an offshore tournament. And I was really, really scared of getting burned again. But I know what I'm better at is is kind of running and gunning a little bit and finding that school that will fire. And so I spent my whole practice. I did not know which schools had better fish, which ones you know might be just two pounders, or which ones what because I didn't throw on any in practice. But I felt I was confident. I think I had. So the very first day of practice, I started taking notes in my phone and trying to organize schools and organize them, you know, geographically going down the lake. And yes. I ended up with like 47 schools after the three days. And and then I had of those, I put little I put special little notes. I had a few with some fire symbols and <laughs> it didn't mean fire like those are giants. It meant fire like. This is something I can get. And I just because there was a couple that I, I kept my eye on pretty good. I was I was in that area a, a lot of the time. And but I really didn't have to change anything, man. I I had a game plan. I stuck to it. It panned out. And man, I was so ner- I was a nervous wreck yesterday because I know I left the door open, but like a Saturday in July on the Tennessee River, I you know, to say I, I think I caught sixteen eleven and that's not something I'm ashamed of. In no. July. Well, you told um, me that earlier this year, 17 pounds a day. You said, man, if I can get 17 a day in that one, Duncan, we're going to be good. Don't you agree? We're having a conversation. Atkins did this podcast. We talked about that on the podcast, the July date. And he goes, yeah, 17 a day, man, 17 a day. And dude, you, that's you, the number. And, and you, I mean, you far and away did it. <laughs> yes. I mean, 19, almost 20 the second day. And then 16, 11, you know, you, no shame in your game, bro. <laughs> you're, you're good. You did it. It was awesome. It's been a really cool week, man. It's um, 
you know, like you said, it's totally a blur. But to get up there and see the all my family and friends and dude, people that I know give zero craps about bass fishing came <laughs> to the weigh-in, and it's it was it was insane to me, man. Like people, I'm not seeing some of these folks since high school, and they're you know brought their wives out and kids and and watched a weigh-in, and so a lot of these people are are like hooked on it. They're like we're watching Wisconsin on live. We're yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. We were uh, we we didn't give you too hard of a time. We gave David Gaston a hard time, and he actually threatened us on camera. Uh, so yeah, he he actually threatened physical harm. So uh, speaking of David Gaston, dude, you were you know I, we we talked you up. I've talked you up all year. Local favorite Pickwick Pickwick's the one to watch because we've got to cover you at every event, and then you come into this event fifth in the Progressive AOY, and I th- I feel like Angler of the Year is something that all of us as tournament fishermen. When you start the year, that's everybody's goal, right? When it's right. a clean slate, it's everybody's goal. But at the same time, it's it's a lofty one because it's one of the no hardest doubt. things to win in bass fishing. No matter if you're at a club, the BFLs, the elites, MPFL, BPT, whatever, it's a hard thing. It's you know it rewards consistency. And we've got five guys right now. We've got a lot of guys catching. We got five guys, and you are in this group of five guys that just do not go away. And now you've got a win. One of those other guys is Keith Carson. He's got a win. Sokup's got two wins. He falters a little here. Dude, are you – I mean, when the dust settles from this win, how soon do you start thinking Wisconsin, Grand Lake? So We're there, man. I mean, AOI. Like, are you thinking, well, dang, I, uh, I mean, I got a chance at this now. So I, I will say my wife's done the math already. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm in third. Okay, in that's where I. That's about where I had. I figured you were going to be. Yeah, I still I'm still back. I've gassed in a few, um, and I do. You know, I don't know him well. Don't know much about him. I think he's. I mean, obviously he's a hammer man. <laughs> and there's a couple of guys that I did not know. Um, you know, I knew some of the guys in this field were going to be strong. Right. And, right. And a lot of unknowns. Some of these guys are shocked. Have yes, yeah, some of these guys have really shocked me. Where they caught them. And, and and the consistency, like you said. No like, I, I didn't – my goal for the season, like you said, for tournament anglers, most people – now, I know it's a long shot, but my goal was to contend for a win here at home and and be up there for Angler of the Year and make the championship. That was kind of my three deals. But what – you know, most people think that I'm, you know, a pickwick dude and offshore fishing's my game, like – when I started fishing with Kelly Reedheimer, who's a dang Kentucky Lake old school hammer, he, we fished totally different. And he fished, even ledges, we fished different. Dude, he didn't scan. He did not scan ledges. But now, I'm not saying he couldn't when we started fishing together. He was adequate at it. But he got up on bars and he threw a, a 6XD and a 5XD looking for schools. And, but he helped me a ton shallow and kind of, rounded my game like we talked last night i said no joke man you just made me confident like we went to neely henry and first time we did it was at dardanelle i'd never thrown a swim jig in my life we're talking in practice for this coaster and he says i'm having a rough go and i found two or three places where i could catch a limit but i'm catching like 10 or 12 pounds and he said dude they're eating a swim jig and i said what color he's like black and blue and i said I don't know if I have a black and blue swim jig. So then I started getting made fun of. After not, why do you, how do you not have a black and blue swim jig? Like, I'm not confident in one of those. 
so I, I ended up getting a lesson, a swim jig lesson, and it was a good one. And he put it on them. And then we went to Neely Henry together, and that's like Coosa River swim jig. Right. And we, we had a ball in the ABT. I ended up, he got so confident in me with a swim jig, he let me have the trolling motor. He was, I mean, we fought over it, but he let me have the trolling <laughs> motor. But no joke, man, he's helped me a ton shallow That's awesome. and kind of rounded my game. Um, and we saw we saw that in uh, right, Patman, dude. You're skipping a frog. You're you're flipping. You're doing a shallow water thing. Because for me, dude, knowing you, I'm like you're an offshore dude. You're, you're strong at it. But then getting to watch you at Patman mix it up, I'm like, okay, okay. Perkins he is out here doing. I'm like, bit. he's out here doing it. He's doing it. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Because the biggest. The biggest sample that people have of me as far as on video and stuff is Wheeler in August. Like, That's right. Honestly, who who <laughs> wants to fish at Wheeler in August? Um, and, and, you know, that right there, I, I stuck to one deal. I, I, that was the most frustrating tournament I've ever fished in my entire life. And August at Wheeler is brutal. And, you know, that's kind of the only, like, air time I've ever really gotten. Mm-hmm. And... You know, so people just, you know, I, I just don't think people knew that I, I can catch them a little bit shallow. I'm not saying, like, I'm some kind of, I'm not John Cox over here, but, like, <laughs> I like throwing a frog. I like throwing a swim jig. And, honestly, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about Wisconsin. I, I am, too, man. That's going to be, uh, from, from everything I'm hearing about that lake, it, it's uh, it's it's going to be an interesting event. You, you said something a couple times, and you actually texted me this earlier, and I got to ask because... I just, you know me, I, I try to tell it like it is on here. That's kind of that's kind of what this thing's about. And you've said, you know, well, I, I could have gone to the tour and I could have done this and I could have done that, but my work schedule. And I text you earlier and I'm like, hey, man, I might, you know, th- might record tomorrow. I might do a Tuesday podcast this week instead of a Monday podcast. You're like, man, my Monday morning, they're, they're always swamped, man. I'm going to be playing catch up. I, I got to work. And it, and it just hit me. I'm like, you know, this guy goes from truly living your dream, like something all of us want, the trophy over the head, the crowd going crazy, the big cardboard check, and then Monday, you're just going to be checking right on in, right that's back right. working. Talk about what that's like, because I think so many people see that cardboard, oh, like Brandon Perk, oh, man, look, he's got a jersey. He's got a boat wrap. He's, yeah. he's out here, progressive AOI, he's mixing it up, he's doing this, he's doing that, but Tomorrow you're going back to reality. You're not driving to Wisconsin to prefish. You're that's right. you're going to work. Talk about that, man. I, I think that's so cool. So that is probably the biggest reason why I chose MPFL is the flexibility, the structure of their schedule, the fact that they're spacing these tournaments out. And to me, it is more of a working man's tournament trail with a steeper entry fee. And that's kind of what I signed up for, thinking that it was. And it's turned out to be, man, I'm, I'm confident in these, in this ownership group. Yeah. Like I, I really am. And I'm not, if I was not confident, I wouldn't say I'm not confident, but I would not lie to you and say, I'm totally confident sure. in what they're doing and the direction that it's rolling in. And like, I'm, I'm in. Um, but as far as, you know, why, what that's like going back to work, I mean, I do feel strongly like when I came home from Wright Patman, I knew that I was going to Harris chain. I got very, 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 very little info before the cutoff at Harris Chain. So my dad lives at Harris Chain. Yeah, I remember you saying that on camera. So, yeah. But he just moved down there like November-ish. So he retired, moved to Gunnersville, and somebody was walking down the street one day and basically said, we want to buy your house. And 
my stepmom said, all right, sold. sold. <laughs> then he's like, you know, where the heck are we going? So they moved to Harris Chain. And he, so at the time, he didn't know much at all. And then all throughout the year, he's like, you know, I, man, I wish I could tell you this or this, you know, like, and I, I you know, I, you can't tell me anything, Dad. I, and which, not knocking my dad, but we fish totally different. Like, mm-hmm. he's a slow, painful dragger. And I mean, we can't fish team tournaments together. Because we would we would disagree on basically everything we're doing on the field. <laughs> I'd be like long lining over his Carolina rig for sure. But um, yeah, I, I came home from Patman and I told my wife. I said I, I know enough about where we're going in Florida that if I can go down there and pre practice for three or four days, I think I can win. And I just couldn't do it. I mean, we we discussed it logistically, like how can I do that, and then. I weighed some options and thought, man, I can get a flight down there and use my dad's boat. But then all of a sudden I'm dealing with like, I'm going to have to make my dad delete all his waypoints. Right, yeah. Which was probably like seven of them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it man, it's tough because I know that I've got competitors that are going and pre-practicing. And I didn't realize how many were doing it until... The Pick, pre-practice. Pickwick. Pickwick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it opened my eyes like, to that. Dude, these yeah. guys are on everything in pre-practice. Yep. And I love a good ledge tournament because I do think that's probably my strongest skill set. But, man, it's awful because you just go before the pre-practice and all you got to do is just ride around the lake <laughs> and see where their boat's stacked up. That's and, right. And that's enough to get a tech. I don't know, you know, you, you can win like that, I guess. But um, I... I you know, I think you do have to find something off the wall. Like the the school where I caught them this week, and it's not like I sit there and jacked them every single day. They had to regroup. Um, they were they were getting fish some locally, but like nobody found this school of fish that I'm aware of at all because I never had traffic on it. I had two boats fish it yesterday, and I just you know it, it is what it is. I had I had two competitors fish it yesterday. And one of them, I mean, I looked, one of them had his biggest bag times two yesterday off of it. Oh, wow. So, um, but, yeah, I, I just, as much as I love the ledge tournaments, and, man, I would, you know, come on back next May. But, like. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I told them. Let's go May or June next year. That's exactly right. But <laughs> I, I, I'm excited, just as excited about Wisconsin. I'm not excited about the drive. I don't get into that. Because um, <laughs> I, I like to get to a place and get set up and not be rushing everything. And like we talked about with work, I'm going to have to work on the Friday before I go to Wisconsin. So that's going to put me, you know, hanging out with the family on Friday night, going to bed at 11 o'clock, getting up at 3 in the morning and driving all day long. And then my first morning of practice, I'm already exhausted. I'm beat. I, I lived that for for so long on FLW, you know. Uh, that's why I always like asking guys that because I just – I do feel like everybody thinks that – that pro fishermen and and look, dude. This we're talking about guys in the elites for the most part. Guys on the the pro circuit, big five. I mean, they got jobs. These That's guys right. don't get to just. I mean, you can't. You, you say, hey, hey, uh, blah blah blah, boat company. I like to fish. Can That's I get right. money? That's not how it works, Will you man. Pay me? Yeah, we're That's not right. Will you pay me? me? Right. Yeah. It's it's not. Uh, it's not all bubbles and butterflies to say the least, man. That's why I found that text so interesting because. 
that's the real reality of what we do. Like, yeah, we're out there live coverage. Yeah, we're covering it like like it's you know the classic. But then on Monday right. you're gonna be at work. You know, it's it's exactly. just uh, it's it's awesome, man. And uh, I, I gotta say, dude, meeting your wife and kids, seeing that yesterday, seeing how excited they were. Even though your wife said I look like David Dudley, we're still gonna have a conversation oh, about my that. God, man. <laughs> Hey, it's better than David Allen, though. <laughs> that is very true. It's way better than shout out David Allen, but shout, uh, out, shout David out to David Allen, Shuttlecock. He got more. Right he got more press than you did this week. I think he. I, I think the Shuttlecock got mentioned on live. I don't. I, I don't know how many times, but uh, and Dudley, who doesn't pay attention uh, to a lot of details about stuff, kept calling it Dave's jig because <laughs> he met. Dave's he, jig. He, he, met, he met David. He's like, Dave's jig, you know, these guys, some of these guys are catching them on Dave's jig. <laughs> oh, that thing's fire. And it I is think that. You, you know, I mean, it's good. I, I am, I'm used to throwing a heavier hair jig than what he makes. I got you. So my cadence with it is not where it needs to be a little yet. Different. I just got a handful of them before the tournament. Yeah, I heard about that. And I caught, on day two, I caught my biggest one. Uh, no, second biggest one on it. Oh, awesome! And I did. Yeah. Got the school kind of fired up with it. Caught my second biggest one on it, and then caught a couple more. But I, yeah, definitely like a four and a quarter, four and a half. I, I think I weighed in a five on day two, but on a different bait. But yeah, it, that thing will catch them for sure. I just I need some more work with it. That, and, and the thing about awesome. it is, I, I told Dave, you know, he's like, you need to get confident in it. And I said. <laughs> I'm not throwing on these schools in practice. Like, no, I don't. I, I, I've done been down this road before. I'm. I'm not saying I'm good at this ledge deal, but like I'm experienced at a ledge tournament, and I know that I do not need to stand up on all these. Start sticking them. Good all. schools. That's right. Absolutely. That's that's the kiss of death, man. You can't you can't do that, uh, dude. Anybody you want to thank? Any sponsor stuff? I know. I felt like the Hammer Rods family was out there watching yesterday. Was that going down? Dude, I thought that they were is. out there. My dad was asking me last night. And, uh, and, and I, I, you look like you had a flotilla. I did. I had a, I had a pretty cool flotilla every day. I had, um, hammer rods was out there all day yesterday. They hung with me. And after the weigh-in yesterday, Sandy Cox with hammer rods was like, Brandon, I wanted to tell you all day long, like basically like the standing. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I know, I know I could see you like melting down and I, you know, I told her, I said, hey, I knew I was at my target weight. Like, I said 54. Right. And I knew at 9 o'clock yesterday that I was at 54. Yep. Um, and I just, I ended up with a good late call that bumped me up to, I guess, 55.11. It was a pound and a half, two-pound call that helped a ton. But they they were out following me, and I know it was so hard on Shane Cox because, you know him, he he wants to be fishing. That's right. He, yeah, it's I, hard to watch rode it. rode around, drank Mountain Dews, smoked Marlboros <laughs> all day long, watched me fire around and stink. And, uh, but my wife, for, you know, I hate to be the dude that says, you know, for letting me do this. But, man, w- the way that we roll at my house is, like, everything's family decision. Um, you know, I know, I got buddies that have separate accounts and this and that. Like, we're a unit here at my house, and I – we sat down and discussed this and this is, you know, it wasn't the first time we've had these conversations. We've, like I said, I've debated fishing other stuff at different times in life and it just wasn't the right time. And I got to give her a shout out because not only for, for, you know, letting me pull the trigger on this deal and working it out, but for holding the fort down when I'm gone. No like doubt. I helped this week, you know, it was cool to, 
put my girls in the bed. Like I took my girls in the bed. Like I was going to work the next day and that was awesome. And the side that she saw this week and, and these other women that are traveling around and stuff. And she was like, I want to go to Wisconsin. Um, awesome. but her, my girls, I, dude, I got, they left me on my, on my vanity, I guess every morning they left me a notes and it was pretty dang funny because my oldest Lakin, she, she her her notes were insane. Like I was like, Lakin, what do you, who do you think I am? <laughs> it would be like, Daddy, I need a six, a five, two fours, and a three today. And I'm like, Baby, I'm gonna let you down totally. But uh, my family for sure. My my brother. It was so cool to for my brother to be out there. So he yeah. ran a camera boat this I got week. To, yeah, I got to spend some time with your brother this week. Yeah, and he he's I mean, a low he's lifer. He told me he's like, Hey, I'm a low lifer. He's as good as gold, <laughs> man. And he. You know, he he's not, like, I, I don't know if I can travel with my brother, like I said, because he's one of those. I could see on his face almost yesterday that, like, he was freaking out more than me. <laughs> and But, I, dude, it was cool. He was there. He witnessed my two biggest fish I caught this week and the kind of the closer that I caught yesterday. And him and Wesley Jackson, who's one of my sponsors, so they were both there for that, getting crunk. Both of them at church this morning. Neither one of them could even talk. They were, like, hoarse, but... Um, That's so cool, man. I, I, you know, I, I said, I thank God for this opportunity for this, for, you know, blessing me way more than I deserve for sure. And then as far as sponsors go, uh, on the side of this boat, um, Chris Haynes, buddy I went to college with, played basketball when I played soccer at Freed. He, he, he's got a mortgage company works with in Nashville. He's rolling with me for this, uh, two-year contract and, the PCA paper mill here in counts, man, they stepped up huge this year. And uh, I mean, it, it's insane. That's and awesome. the, the outpost, yeah. I know we went. Oh, we, yeah. We, there. I, I feel like I've got a, maybe a bedroom in the back of the outpost after this. Oh week. yeah. <laughs> That's the place. Man. It is the spot. It's It's so cool. And Jay and Cher up there, like, and they got it going on. Like they got way more. Everybody just thinks it's a restaurant, man. They got rooms. They got it going on up there. But they got an ice cream um, place. That's all I care about. I got that right. ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and then my buddy Wesley and Nicole Jackson with Family Clinic at the Lake. Um, they they stepped up this year to help out. And then obviously Ranger Boats, Lawrence, Boat Logics, Power Pole, Hammer. And then I do I do want to give a shout out to Hardin County Tourism. And I know we had this conversation, Beth Pippen and that crew, and even Dennis Tumlin. But, you know, we've had this talk before, man. <clears throat> My end of the lake up here on this Tennessee end used to just stay stocked, man, because all these tournaments went out here. For well, sure. when, Tennessee, when Tennessee went to 18 inches on the smallmouth, everybody started drifting toward Florence. And all the high school, college, tour, coast, everything went out of Florence. And I feel like Hardin County has seen how that's affected that, that, that county there in Florence. No and doubt. And I, you know, I, I'm I'm so stoked that Hardin County's stepping up to the plate. There's three big tournaments this year going out of our end of the lake, no and doubt. you know, I'm I'm thankful for that, and and you know, look forward to working with them more in the future too. Bring it, bring some of those fish back down there too. Exactly, <laughs> I mean, I mean, truly, you know, that that is something that I, I think that when you're on your home lake, you can you can see the effects of things for sure, and. That end, to me, when you're out there scanning especially, it doesn't have the fish that it did, I, I don't think. Just from, you know, you know a lot more about that end than I do, obviously. We fish different ends of the lake for the most part, but I don't see the, the numbers that I felt like used to be down there. 
when I'm out no. there graphing around, you know. I totally agree with you, man. And there's some places that, like, I mean, they used to get them where <laughs> there wasn't a boat within a mile of Unbelievable. them. Unbelievable. It, it's it, so crazy. I, it, that, that, that blew my mind. I was hearing about some of that from our camera boat drivers. Yes. And, um, I, and you know, I ended up, I ended up afterwards talking to Lambert about it, and he's like, "Man, those fish were somewhere." And I'm like, "Dude, I'll give you, I'll give you half of this check if you'll go show me where that school exactly. is." Exactly. I looked for like an hour for one school of fish, and I don't know where they are. And I'm not one to say, you know, if you get into the carp debate and this and that. Right, right. I, I think Pickwick's as strong as ever. Oh, it's I just, great. I feel like they've adapted. Um, I, you know, there's some places where they will. They'll go lay there and just take their beating every single summer day. But I do. I feel like some of these. I, we just don't have as many fish on this end of the lake. But Pickwick Lake is still got super them. healthy. And, and I was. I, I don't want to say embarrassed by the weights. I knew what we were walking into in the middle of July. But you know, I, I got to thinking like, where else you? You know, where else do you go in July in, on a Tennessee well, River tournament? Well, you know, I, fish is tiny. Yeah. Well, or anywhere in the south. That, this is what I was gonna. Not to interrupt. This is what I was gonna say though. I had one of our competitors text me on Saturday night, and he said, well, I know where to never put another tournament again in July. And it, and it mm. kind of struck a chord with me because That's I'm right. like you. I'm very proud of our lake. I'm proud of the Tennessee River. I'm proud to be a Tennessean. And I'm proud that, you know, Count stepped up in Pickwick Lane and State Park. I, it was so cool for me to get to do my job there this week. I talked about that at the opening of the show. but And I texted him and said, you know, man, there, there are a lot of guys that uh, would probably disagree with you this week. You know, the guys in the top That's 10, right. top 20, they're catching them. The, the answer to every bass fisherman's problems is to catch more fish. That, that, that's the, the old saying. Agreed. You totally. know, and, and dude, your but, weights, where else could we have gone in the southeast and you would have won with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Where? Where? So, where? Exactly. Texas? It would have been about, but, look but, at what they did at Ray Roberts. About the same as what you did at Pickwick, you know, right. man, a month earlier. So, yeah, man, it, it, it was... No, it's not always going to take 25 a day. Uh, but, dude, great weights, I felt like. I agree. It, it was stronger than I thought. I mean, I, I look, I started watching a little bit of the live today from yesterday just to kind of see because my buddies all make fun of me for saying um every four words and <laughs> camera and all that. You know, and, I, and my wife before this, she was like, just don't say um. And I'm like, that's how I talk that's every how, day. I don't, um, I'm that's how I talk. It's hard to not yeah, do it. Um, I do it that's too. That's what I say. Uh, uh, but, yeah. It, I don't, you know, going back to that, I've had a few people say the same type deal. I, I think, you know, you look at Derek Blake, for example. That dude never fished at Pickwick. He never fished a ledge. I don't know that he even practiced with about three hours. <laughs> he, he was riding home with 10 grand in his pocket. So uh, you don't have to go be a part of the headache. Now, I do feel exactly. like you had to go be a part of the headache to have a shot to win. No doubt. But... I mean, you know, it, it, the answer is to catch more no matter what. No I mean, somebody, somebody's going to be unhappy no matter what. I mean, I looking at Florida, I, you know, I'm not a grass dude. Like, All right, so I like the Needley Henry, the gator grass, that kind of stuff. I'm not like a offshore grass guy. And when I got down there, I was like, oh, thank God, there's not much grass. <laughs> so, I, I mean, here's the Made deal. it I easy. Take, yeah, simplified yeah. it. Yes, agreed. Because I can catch a few in grass, but I'm not, I'm not going to go find anything phenomenal, man. I just put the trolling motor down and go fishing. That's in grass, what I do. Some yeah. people, some people can look at that and say they're going to be here. This is where they're going to be, and I don't, it, I don't get that. 
Well, that we didn't grow up with it until the last few no, years, honestly. You know? people, yeah, some people can't look at a map. Like, if I pull up a map at Nickajack, I can tell you where they get. I'm That's never right. Been there in my life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can you can tell where they're going to be sitting. Well, dude, I can't uh, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your Sunday evening to be on LBL with me. I told you yesterday at the weigh in, I wanted to I wanted to have you on. I've tried to have all of our winners on uh, right after their their victories, of course. Uh, you know, you're only our third different winner in four events. That's right. <laughs> so, if, and man, shout it, out it's to cool. those dudes, man. Oh, yeah. I got. I, I don't know any of those well. Uh, obviously, they're straight hammers. I knew Nick coming in, and he's not won one yet. Guaranteed, he will. I feel <laughs> like it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> I, he may win the next two or three. I don't know, but he is he is legit, legit. And but you know, those guys are first class. I actually got a call from John today. That's cool, man. Oh, that's I'm that's not, very cool. <laughs> Yes, no doubt about it. And you know, it's I, I feel I'm honored to be a part of this a, a part of this three man crew thus far. So, and you know, I told Gaston when I bumped him off the hot seat yesterday, shook his hand and said, "Dude, you're a hammer," and I promise you're getting one of these. Like, hey, no doubt, he's up there. Yes. It's coming, man. He he is hitting his stride and and doing it his way everywhere we go. And it's it's going to be a fun rest of the year, dude. Uh, I wish you the best of luck at work tomorrow. I hope they don't make you buy lunch. That's probably going to happen. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards that. But uh, dude, can't thank you enough. Tell the family thanks for sharing you uh, with LBL, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, appreciate it. All right, See you, man. Brandon. All right. Brandon Perkins, NPFL Pro winner, that Pickwick Lake event we just wrapped. Themes coming out of this, guys. For me, that you hear, and and it's everything that I love talking to our anglers because there are things I'm seeing, there's things I'm experiencing at the MPFL behind the scenes, working with them, and the things I see and, and that Fat Cat and I talk about, and Dudley and I talk about. But that that word family pops up a ton. His family came. His family wants to travel with him to Wisconsin. It is such a family affair. Truly, uh, we push family. It's it's so awesome. And then. Just that uh, the fact that a guy like Brandon, who's super talented, it's what this league was created for. The gaps in between tournaments help him be able to feed his family with a day job and fish professional level events. No shame in that. That is is certainly one of the reasons this trail was created. And there are lots of guys like Brandon out there that – didn't have the success Brandon did that got in their trucks and started driving home and probably got home today and they got to go to work tomorrow. They'll be listening to LBL. And that's, uh, I don't know, man. It, I, I'm very grateful, like I said, to open the show. I'm grateful to be a part of it. And and uh, I'm thankful for each and every one of you that have tuned into MPFL and giving it a chance, you know, giving it a chance. There are a lot of unknowns coming in. We got two more events, man. Just uh, now Bassmaster's done. Everything's kind of winding down. Come give us a sh- come come check us out in Wisconsin. Come check us out at Grand Lake at the end of the year, and then at our championship to be decided. Come come give it a come give it a look see see what you think. Thank each and every one of you for uh, tuning in. We got iCast this week. I'm gonna be traveling. Got to go down to Orlando and see all the game changers. As Fat Cat Newton would say, game changers. Gonna go down there and do the thing. Fly down there and. Uh, See everybody. If you're going to be at Outcast and you're a low lifer, come shout at me. Come shout out. I'll be a TH Marine, be in the Eagle Claw booth, seeing the fine folks at Eagle Claw be Star Tron and going to be Garmin and then come see me. 
Come see me down there at iCast. If you're down there working, come holla at your boy. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I appreciate it each and every week. Love bringing you the low life. I'm going to take you out with Biloxi Blues, and I'm going to see y'all next time. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens at rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care.